Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome yes. back to the last ever. The last one. At least, at least that I know about. Last ever T4 podcast. Oh, mate, it's the last. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> to quote R.E.M., we'll paraphrase him at least. Right. It's the end of the podcast as we know it, and I feel great. Oh, oh I feel so good about this thing. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave this going in the background. Yeah, look, this is a this is a this is a time for us to go. Thank you, everyone. It's been fun. It's been something. It's look, it's been three years of you and I doing this yep. little tin pot starting. That's it. Like started out in our little office at work and borrowing. School equipment. And yes, Simos, now we are here at the freaking last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for putting something that I can say on air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clean up the language. <laughs> don't want to put that E on there like that we had to last week, eh? <laughs> I actually don't think I did. I think technically uh, you get in trouble, but. <laughs> oh, dear. All those listeners going to, you know, kick up a stink about it. Not at all. <laughs> We had <laughs> parents, That's email right, complaints. Parents. Ugh, oh, man. That's right. We, uh, <laughs> look, I am, I'm glad we're done, but it's been fun. I really have enjoyed this. And this year, as you've been listening, everyone, we've <laughs> done a lot of DFS and we are up to the last DFS oh, NFL man. contest of the season. It is Super Bowl time. Oh, man. Which... Deserves a hell of a lot more excitement than us finishing the podcast. <laughs> I know, sort of, how do you drag us Just across the line? Around. But it's the biggest yeah. game of the year, Owen. It is the biggest game of the year. And look, I'm excited for it. The Bengals oh, and the Rams. Couldn't it's going to be great. It's going to be so good. I'm actually, yeah, it's going to be really, really, really good game. Joe Burrow, the quickest to ever be drafted number one and then take their team to a Super yes. Bowl. <laughs> so, look, keen to watch that. And Stafford, you know, stuck with the Lions for so long and then he gets his way to a good team and there he goes. Know. He's on his What's way. What's your plans for the Super Bowl, Warren? Are you watching live or are you taking the uh, fellow teachers uh, route like myself and doing media blackout and watching at night? Yeah, look, my Which is hard for DFS. Table. Oh, my goodness. It sucks at <laughs> DFS. Like literally, I'll be, I'll be paying attention all the way up to the, the kickoff and then I'll just be shutting off oh, imagine social if you media. Could just watch the feed of DraftKings leaderboards. But then I'll, I'll have, a, to be I'll fair, have an understanding. To be fair, it's probably that delayed anyway. I could probably just log in that <laughs> night and it would be, you know, only just updating after the first quarter or something. So yeah, That is very possible. <laughs> But no, yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be okay, first doing a draft out, first draft stars uh, slag for the night. Yeah, I'm sure there's more to come. Nah, maybe one or two. <laughs> what I so, what look, I do find funny, Rowan, is how I emailed them a couple months ago asking if they wanted to partner with us, and I've ever since then has just been uh, just giving them hell ever since. So I don't well, I think, think that since then we realised that we didn't want to do this anymore. No, that's right. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be a company man anymore. Yeah. No, that's right. Sorry, draft stars. But hey, look, yeah, give us a product. They're, they're lost. They're lost. Anyway, so what, I didn't right. hear you. What are you doing for the Super Bowl? Yeah, look, I'm blacking out after, you know, make sure my DFS lineups and stuff will be good. And then, yeah, I'll be catching up with a, a bunch of blokes from, uh, from my church and we'll be watching the Super Bowl all together, which is good. And most of us will all be doing that. We'll all be doing the blackout yes. and uh, making sure that we're coming in fresh and not knowing the score whatsoever. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be so disappointed. Um, yeah, I'm heading over to T-Bone uh, for, to, of TFL fame. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. place. Good stuff. Um but I said to, you know, a bunch of year 12s, they know how much I'm into the, the the sport and, you know, got a fantasy league with them going last year. I ripped into them today about like if they, if Good. any of you see me on Monday and utter a score, I will alter their grades. Like I'm not even <laughs> joking. 
Good. Oh. You should. I need. To, and I will give that exact same threat. The tomorrow. problem is, there's always one Physical loser. Physical violence, even. I mean, just like yeah. don't tell me. Seventeen-year-olds are losers. Let's be honest. They're, one of them's going to think it's funny. So, anyway. Oh look. Uh, I feel like I'll just talk all day yeah. so that no one can talk to me. <laughs> to me, it's like, oh, maybe I'll take the day off to avoid people. But it's like, but then I'd get to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll think I took the day off so I could watch it. But really, I'm taking the day well, off so be, no one can tell me about it. To be honest with you, my timetable is so, like, so skewed that on Mondays, I'm free yeah. from recess to the end of the day. Yeah. I, like, could, I have no, t- I'm not teaching at all. You which could watch sucks it. because I could watch yeah, it. I'm in a similar I'm doing situation. This for my friends that yeah. I need to. Anyway, <laughs> to um, stop. this is a conversation uh, that no one uh, cares about. So shall we move on? Oh, look, everyone feels us. Yeah. Australian workers, you know, come on now. Feel us. Anyway, let's jump in. We hit, let's talk our last ever showdown the Super Bowl, Rams v. Bengals. Hit the Discord boys love that for sure. <laughs> Alright, are you sure you haven't woken up all four of your children? Uh, we farmed one off. It's only three in the house at the moment, so hey, egg on your face. Love that. Um, love that. But, but no, yeah, yeah, probably wake someone up. So. <laughs> yeah. I'll text an apology. I love the commitment. I love I'll definitely commitment. text an apology <laughs> to my wife. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Got a safe face here. Last one. She yes. should understand. Last one. Yes, she, she should. That's that's right. I actually have above me right here, uh, my wife and uh, my son put together like oh they're not a above poster you. that says Happy Last Podcast. Oh, lovely! Isn't that cute? Yeah, that's right. I know they can't <laughs> wait for this to be over oh, either. Yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Arch for the YouTubers. Oh yeah, chuck this up on the screen. Uh, We're gonna talk about speaking this. of YouTubers. If they haven't hit the thumbs up, they uh, lose. They should. And you know, put us on the algorithm for these last few days. Before, yeah, while yeah, we, yeah. While we get us the growth that we need <laughs> after. Man, it's loose cannon tonight. Oh, man, I'm done. I'm done, right? Alrighty. All right. Let's talk this. Let's well, talk is there a football game on? There is. All right. It's a six-man flex contest on Draft Stars, and they have priced up. Yeah, they honestly. Now, this is the reason it's tricky. I honestly am finding the Super Bowl slate tricky. And the reason it's tricky is because both teams are really set on their primary weapons Mm. and their secondary weapons barely come on the field. Yep. It's hard work. Both of these teams run 11 personnel. So both these teams run three wide receiver, one running back, run tight end sets like all the time. And so on the Bengals, you've got, Burrow, Chase, Higgins, Boyd, yep. Uzama, if he plays, <clears throat> and right. Joe Mixon. That's it. That's really it. Like People can think about Samaj P. Ryan's 40-yard receiving touchdown last week, but after that, he had two catches for two yards. So we have to. you, you got to think about what you're actually buying into here. It's no, a bit it's, of a, look, a fluke play, that one. But it's, I mean, it's 25% snaps last week, so it's not nothing. So there's opportunity still there, but it's still a thin play, isn't it? It, it is. And I think actually, like, we'll get into this a little bit in a second with the t- when we get to the tight ends, <coughs> but that's probably where, with those injuries, with um, Higby as well, um, where – the value is going to be. So that's the thing. On the Rams as well, Stafford at QB, but then you've got Cup, Beckham, and uh, Van Jefferson. And then you've got, who? well, Higby's been the tight end for mm. all year. And then, uh, well, <laughs> the running backs on the Rams has gotten real interesting oh, because man. it could be a- any of Henderson. Gross. It could be back. Uh, actually, it's look like, looking like he will be back. Akers and Michelle. All three are available. With Michelle taking the most amount of snaps last week. Yes, he did. It was injury related, right? Potentially. But Akers has been rubbish (laughs) in the playoffs. He hasn't been good. That's what I'm talking about. I said this last last week. Was his bot like sell high window after just that? He he had a few flash plays and like, oh, he's back, he's back, he's good. Tell you what, I don't know. Is he a bit overrated now? 
I'm not that impressed. I'm going to give him another week. Yeah. But to be honest, you have to you give have him to give him the, pre- yeah. the off season. Yeah, you yeah, have to yeah, give yeah, him the off season. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the off season. No, I don't not. care about twenty twenty two Jack at all. Um I actually cannot wait to get stuck into Dynasty off season though. Just quietly Rowan. Oh, look, it'll be good. I just can't look forward to not having to talk about it on a camera. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's what where CMOS and the sh- and P- Poida and the Sheep Station boys can uh, can do that for I'll us. I'll be listening in. Don't you worry. All right, let's talk about the quarterbacks first. You've got Stafford here at 19.3 and you've got Burrow at 18.7. Burrow has the story behind him and I think he'll Ooh. be over-rostered for what he probably should be. You know, he's coming in, he's put up these great, he's led the comebacks, he's done all this stuff. But when it comes to uh, fantasy scores, really, it, you, you have to go back to the massive games against Kansas City and Baltimore, where Baltimore's secondary just was trash. Mm. And Kansas City, like they had to really fight back and put up massive yards thanks to Jamar Chase. Aside from those games, lately in the playoffs, it hasn't been astounding. It's been okay. It's yeah. been fine, but he has the he might not even one times his salary here. Like like mm. if he if he he might not hit eighteen point seven points. Yep. That is very possible, and there's a few reasons why. One is, well, the Bengals seem to love running on first downs like all the time, even when they're really inefficient. They are going to push the run game to start off the game, I think. I think that that's, yeah. that seems to be their tendency that what they want to do, potentially it puffs, <clears throat> puts the team off off uh, in terms of their schemes for later on in the, in the piece, but they like to run the ball early. And also, the O-line sucks. And yes. even though, even though Burrow is one of the best, I think the best quarterback this year for passing under pressure, oh, you know, kudos to him. <laughs> He's still coming up against Aaron Donald and Von Miller um, and the rest of that Rams defensive line. So there is danger here for Burrow in my mind. But if they're playing from behind and they have to pass late in the game, yes, there's going to be an opportunity for points through the air. But Burrow, I don't know. There's something about this that I'm hesitant on. I think the the casual players, the people that want to jump on for the last game of the year, might not totally get if they've been following the, the yeah. narrative of the playoffs. What do you think, Arch? Oh, emotion's going to run wild. Um, we've already seen Draft Stars is anticipating a, a jump in entries, which is classic casual players wanting to get a bit of action. And yep. we're every, like, what, would you say 90% of NFL fans are probably sitting on the Joe Burrow Bengals side of, you know, oh, yeah. want to see that happen? Um, so they're gonna. There's gonna be a, a stack of burrows, and and I think you're right. That, but, <laughs> um, what if they just get rolling? <laughs> what if it's they're they're behind and it's a back and forth, and the offensive line holds up? Um, yeah, it's it's a scary fade, but um, it's one that I don't think I'll be at the field's level of um of action on burrow. No, I expect the field just to plug in burrow for, for about eighty percent. I think that's where I would probably guess guess him to be. Yep. Um. I'll probably play him in half my lineups. Yep. Probably go fifty. Go just under. What do you think about Stafford though? Stafford's been interesting. He's thrown a bunch of picks uh, over the last couple of months. Yep. You know, coming into the playoffs, been really solid though. Protected protected the ball really well. Just been very good. But only two touchdowns a game. Mm-hmm. So, but he has hit the 300 yard bonus twice. So those last three playoff games, really solid. Uh, but I think we have to take into account he's got these rushing touchdowns. Now, one of the things I have noticed is that he's got these rushing touchdowns after the running backs themselves couldn't quite get get going. Yeah. So they're, they're at, you know, they're close in the five yard line and Michelle or Akers just can't punch it through. And so they, they call a play and Stafford pushes it through himself. He's not the, like, it's not the risk of him stealing a rushing touchdown from the running backs is only there if we think the running backs suck, I think. Um, like, he's not going to get first shot at the goal yeah. line, Stafford. So I am almost, I'm hesitant to think, oh, that's, that's normal. That's really not normal at all. They're the only two rushing touchdowns he's got all year. So take them out, take them out, 
and he's got maybe a 24, a 30, uh, sorry, a 24, a 26, and a 16, uh, 18 point game. So he's back down at similar levels to Burrow. Um, he hasn't thrown more than two touchdowns since uh, playing San Francisco back in week 17, uh, 18. Sorry. So I don't know, Arch. I mean, Stafford, I think, is the safer play when it comes to uh, the quarterbacks. And you can't, you want one. I don't think you can get away with playing. You, you have to get, you have to play one of these guys. And if yeah. you can play two, but I almost think with Cup being up here, you want to pair Stafford with Cup. And if you play Stafford with Cup, it gets real hard to put Burrow in. Yeah. How, yeah. how much Stafford do you think you'll have? You like, yeah, you close look, to 100%? No, nah, I would probably, you know, say, you know, the $2 contest where we have 15 entries, I'd probably maybe have 12. Stafford okay. ones. I think it's worth just having a few. Well, what if Burrow and Bengals just have co- total control of the game? Yeah, for sure. Um, so probably not as likely a situation, but um, yeah, look, I, depends how you think this game's going to go. Like if you think that the defensive line for the Rams are just going to just bully the Cincinnati offensive line and the game just hits the unders, who says that Stafford just is a game-managing type presence? The running backs, there's three of them, so they play the hot hand. They they spread them out. Um, who's to say that Stafford just underperforms as well? But if it hits the unders, he's still probably potentially and most likely is still going to be in the optimal because there's not many points going around it in that case anyway. So Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's a hard proposition to leave out Stafford. It's just if you think Bengals can um, – can just outperform. Even in if it's a back and forth, you, you're sort of banking on the fact that, um, you know, you, if you do a Burrow lineup with their pass catches, that uh, maybe you go Burrow with, you know, a Chase and Higgins. If you can fit Cup in without Stafford, maybe that's yeah. why you could uh, you could do it. Um, that you know, maybe is a little bit different um, in that sort of game script. Yeah, for sure. Last year, I remember I went all in on the Chiefs. I just didn't think at all that the Bucks were going to get up and <laughs> and do what they did. So this year, I'm definitely mindful um, of not being totally blind to the game scripts that, while they might seem unlikely to me, uh, are still possible. And you're right. Like we have to make room for for potentially Jamar Chase hitting a ceiling game. So talk about receivers now. Let's talk about the Rams receivers first. Um, you've got Cooper Cup, who is you know bona fide jet. We know yes. what Cooper Cup has done. He's averaging more than the quarterbacks. He seems like uh, it seems like it'd be stupid to not play him. Really, yeah. Although here's a little interesting stat for you that Field Yates put yes. up. Uh, let me find it. It was on my thing here. Essentially, it's about who he's coming up against. And gosh, it is just totally disappeared from <laughs> my feed. Bloody hell. That's really annoying. That's all right. As anyway. long as you're still on the line, I'd hate for the last one to be one of those classic you disappear and me fumbling through a podcast. <laughs> was that, I love that throwing was, that at you. Oh, that is absolutely that is just so much fun. It's, uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> Although that, I managed to snag a patron uh, through that, uh, Rowan. Um, so not too yes, bad. Yes, you did. Uh, you did. Campy I wanted a little that. private tutorial whilst online. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Um, look, I was going to quote something here about how he he's going up against uh, the – anyway, uh, look, this, this is great. just ignore me. Let's just move on. <laughs> Fire up. What are you doing? All my notes are just disappearing on me. Oh, so. that's good. Yeah, that sucks. Anyway, but it, Cooper Cup is a is a gun. Yeah, look, you got to play him. Yeah, and the it's thing hard is, to, hard to fade him. I mean, it, it's a scare. But I mean, potentially, if you fade him and he gets a hundred yards without a touchdown, that's okay, I guess. Like if you if other people yeah. get cut touchdowns and you pick them, um, yeah, scary thought. <laughs> It's just cups, just amazing, isn't he? Like it's what a oh, season, superstar. What a season! Like you look at his game logs, there's barely anything under twenty, isn't there? So, and a lot of oh, a look. lot of thirty pluses, forty last week. So, yeah, you you sort of pencil in a touchdown. I mean, that's almost you know your money for jam prop bet. Anytime touchdown score is Cooper Cup, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add I that feel to like most that's, of your multis. That's right. I mean, if you look at his touchdowns, he's had two last week, one, 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 one break, two, yeah, yeah, one, yeah. one, break. Like, he's just nah, he's, he's a everywhere. focal point. Um, I'll sure. tell you what, though. It was you know, there's people who are, you know, sharp guys out there and people who think they're yep. sharp um, like us. Um, people who are fading cup or have lineups without cup, they're going to the obvious fade to OBJ, right? So you think OBJ, yeah, you think so. um, he's had uh, touchdowns, um, had a almost like a bit of an Adam Thielen type feel about him. But we got some volume last week. I think he got a fair, like, you know, decent amount of yardage. Um which gives us yeah, a bit of look, confidence in in his role. However, I reckon this week is it's a, Van Jefferson's a play that could net you a win here. So there's lots of entries in. He's the, a forgotten man, isn't he? Absolutely. Really? It, not and that long ago. Enough. Not that long ago, we were thinking no. of Van Jefferson and OBJ in the same breath. Right? They were pretty much the same price, and it was one or the other would would do well. Now you look at his his game log and he just it's no one's going to look at that and think yeah I'm going to click him um and yeah. in a week where there's just got like duplicate lineups are going to be left right and center I think Van Jefferson's a play where he's still he doesn't need you know seven eight targets he just needs three um and he can make a big play um and score a touchdown and if you do that you get a massive leg up so Van Jefferson's one of my favorite I think plays this week he has to be healthy and he yes. has been limited in practices. So Obviously, just, keep an eye on that. That's right. But I think as well, like we have to think about what's the benefit of Higby not being around yep. because Higby is unlikely to play. I would be surprised if he gets up based on his practice schedule and what's happening there. So, look, the obvious one is Kendall Blanton. Yes. Um. And he's been really solid the last two weeks. Five for 57 after Higby went off <laughs> um, and two for 18 and a touchdown the week before. Like He's come into that role. He's filled something. Um, people got lucky last week really with the Higby injury. But Blanton right. is there he's and there. really, really cheap. He's Even there. with Higby there, he can t- catch a touchdown county. Uh, Fig Jam yeah, just sure. uh, is disappointed there's no dishwasher going off in the background this week. This is a professional outfit. Fig Absolutely. Yeah. You might even hear <laughs> clear clear sound coming out of our microphones. As well. <laughs> Hold your horses there, Arch. Let's make friends. Uh, <laughs> funny. Anyway, so, look, I think Van Jefferson could, you know, just see a little bit of an uptick, but I don't know. I think Cooper Cup's probably the always the beneficiary when things go missing. They'll just kind of go back to him. Um, Higby is there. He's priced at nine nine k. I mean, I'd you'd be picking him for a touchdown if he does play. I just don't think he can really pay that off necessarily. Um, yeah. To to me, Higby he can have an okay floor, but there's the ceilings. You know, few and far between. I'd, yeah. I'd much rather ride the Van Jefferson train and just hope for something big. Yeah, we know that he could pull off a you know a fifty yard catch like that's and that's yep. going to propel him up, propel you up the leaderboards if he if you have him there on your team. I don't know if I can correlate Jefferson and OBJ like that's. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to pull that. If I have two of of the three pass catches, it would be Cup and then one of the others. I think. Yeah, I mean, it would be a unique build because of that in a way, um, but yeah, lo- unlikely that both hit, um, for sure. Yeah, and I think as well, you're looking there, if you're going to play multiple pass catches off the Rams, then you're assuming that the Bengals get up early. I think you're looking at a game where they are pushing the pace yep. um, and the, the Rams need to fight fight back through the air. Uh, and so, and that's the thing with the running backs, you're not, not quite sure what's going to go on there. Let's talk about the Cincinnati wide receivers. Yes. Chase is a, a gun, okay? Yes. One of the greatest rookie wide receivers we've seen. Ever, yep, and don't forget he can put up sixty points. <laughs> yeah, just a sly, just a sly reminder. Now, I think one of the biggest conversation points is what, how Ramsey's going to treat Chase. Yeah, and there's a few things that I can think about, and one is that yes, maybe Ramsey shadows, but I don't think that's the Rams style. No. If anything, what we could see is Ramsey shuts down Higgins, and yep. they let the safeties play all over Chase. Yeah, uh, and and that's you know an old sort of Billichickian type play where they, you know, double 
the main guy and put your best cornerback on on the secondary guy. That make you know that makes a bit of sense. But I think the Bengals will move Chase all around the place. Um, I think Ramsey's sort of been a little hasn't been following that many um, players shadowing that much. So I think. I'm not. To me, I'm not going to read too much into that. I think, no, you know, and, and Jamar Chase has shown that you know he does. He can make separation at the last second where there's no separation at the point of the catch. He's got room and he and he makes it. And so, um, sure, Ramsey might you know stop a few, but you know Chase only needs only needs a couple. Yeah, it's true. Here's a, a stat for you, Arch. Just looking at the playoffs and wide receivers, here's the top four receiving lines against the Rams so far in the playoffs. You got Mike Evans for eight for 119 and a touchdown. Then he had Debo Samuel for four for 72 and a touchdown. Ayuk four for 69. Kirk six for 51. There's only one guy who's gone over 75 yards against the Rams, and that's Mike Evans who arguably was the only possible wide receiver for Tom Brady to throw to in, in that game. What does, do you read much into that? Like they have done well at stopping the pass. Yep. I don't know. I wasn't listening. <laughs> You're an idiot. You tosser. <laughs> oh dear. You just, thanks for that. All I was saying and now I'll say it again yes, for you. Yes. You absolute numpty. <laughs> I'm out. No, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's quit. <laughs> only one, only one receiver in the playoffs. That's Mike Evans has gone over 75 yards against the Rams. Does that worry you about these Bengals wide receivers? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Like it's, it just depends. Do you think, again, it comes down to the unders, doesn't it? Like, do you think that they're, the game's going to hit the unders or not? I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay, Seymour's just rescuing me here. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him to have more scotch. He's just going to ruin the show. Cheers, uh, Jamar Chase. I think you definitely want to play. Have you know? You want to be around for him. That's for sure. T Higgins, I really like as you know a cheaper play at thirteen point six. Yeah, 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 he's a guy that yes, he's had some dud weeks, but he's actually really been solid as well. I and think so. if you do think that they're going to shut down Chase, then T Higgins is the guy to come through and provide a really solid uh, performance on the outside as well. Anything you want to say about T Higgins, there, Arch? I love T Higgins. Like, I, I, yeah, I think um, that. I think he's going to potentially have more catches um, with the ability still on the outside to pull off big plays. Um, and I think with the salary savings you're getting uh, as opposed to Chase and potentially less ownership because, the, you know, it's only $2,000 salary difference. I don't think it's a huge discount that people will fade Chase for Higgins because of that. Um, yeah, no, I, lo- I like Higgins for all of those reasons. Yeah, fair enough. One of the guys that I'm actually really interested in is Tyler Boyd this week. Now, hear me out. It's because of Yazama. Yazama's, you know, he's hurt his MCL, sprained that, and he's coming. He says he's going to play. Yeah. But any regular day, two weeks out from that kind of injury, you're not playing. You're just not. And I know this is a Super Bowl and I know that they want him to play. He's a spiritual leader of the team. I love that. You know, I love Yazama and, and, you know, what the kind of player that he is. Very but spiritual one of the name that- is as well, Yuzama. It just sounds biblical, doesn't it? Carry on. I'll give you that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, Yuzama takes his targets in the middle of the field. And without Yuzama there, I do not trust Drew Sample, Sample to <laughs> get any uh, – like he's a blocking tight end. Look. I don't trust Drew Sample to to be a guy to catch three for 40 or anything like that. I'm not looking at him at all. No. Tyler Boyd is the guy who's going to take those underneath yeah, but middle of the field what's targets. What's the ceiling though here, Rowan? He catches- Mate, a- he's priced at 7.6K. Yeah. If and what he does he allows do? Me- he, he catches seven passes for seven yards. Like, I don't seven, know. I'll go home. I'm, if he can get me uh, seven catches for 50 and put up 12 points, I'm a happy guy. Ah, uh, yeah. Is that going to win you the hit, GPP? 
If he puts up 20 points like he did against Denver, yes. I don't see he, it. He, he, I just, he's in the optimal I just end. don't see it happening. He's priced at 7.6. Yeah. If I'm looking at him going two times his salary, three times his salary, then yes, 100% I'll, he's in the optimal. I'll, I'll take six a 6.9K Van Jefferson for, the, for way more upside, thanks. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. What if you play both? Uh, there you go. I just, I just don't see Boyd being a guy. But I think he's a threat in the red zone. I honestly think he is. Van Jeff, when they're getting in close, they're not going to throw to Van Jefferson twenty yards out. No, but he doesn't. He, you know? Like I said, he will, he will get it from further out. Sure, but the, he, he either does that or he does. Yeah, Tyler Boyd, I think, is a safe play. No, I don't know. And with upside, it's not the you know it's not the four times upside that that Van Jefferson might give, but I honestly think Tyler Boyd is guaranteed targets, guaranteed receptions, and is in with a shot to hit the mm-hmm. end zone. So I actually I like Tyler Boyd this week. Maybe. Um, maybe. So look, that's where I'm at. Yeah, and you can tell me no. That's fine. Disagreements fine. <laughs> <laughs> Running backs, Joe Mixon, I think is a great play. He's priced less than Jamar, Burrow, Stafford, and Cup. So he's sitting there as as a guy. You know he's going to get 20-plus opportunities. Yeah. Like he's just been doing that week in, week out. And with, with a guy like that, you know, every shot for, for a touchdown, he's catching balls. Yes, there's only three catches last week, but six against Tennessee, four against Las Vegas. He had seven against Kansas City in that last game of the round uh, of, the, of the season. Uh, so, look. Joe Mixon, I'm very keen for here, especially as well without Uzama. If we're talking about middle of the field targets, you know, play those little screens. Joe Mixon get in um, for some for some passes in that regard. That's great, and we know they're going to give him the ball a lot early. And if he can make the most of that, which yeah. I know he he didn't do a great job of being efficient on that first down rush for the last few games, or really for the year, but. I don't know. There's something that tells me if he can, if they can build that momentum, then Joe Mixon's a great play yep. here and could could really take you um, to win some money. No, and yeah, I, I'm, I fully agree. The only concern I've got is if the Bengals are behind for the majority of the game, and I think that's when they seem to throw P Ryan in a little bit more. Um, it's true. And maybe a dump off pass where P Ryan, you know, takes to the house. So if you think that. You know that scenario is not going to be in play. That you know, I think um, Mixon. I think Mixon. You know, will will still have you know seventy five percent of the snaps. You'd think uh, plus, but um, yeah, if they're behind, I think they throw Piron in a few more, bit more, and he might limit Mixon's upside. Yeah, that's fair. I think he's super safe to go one time his salary, and I think he can go yep. more than two times on the right day. Yeah, it's just how do you fit all the guys in that you want, isn't it? Oh, it's hard. And I think that's where game script comes into play and, yeah. and what you think is going to happen. What do you make of the Rams running backs? I am a, at a loss. Can we just ignore them? You can, I guess. But what if you I play, feel like they're, what about they're going to play one what about at, at the main. Yeah. What if you choose to play two in your lineup? Just as a no one's going to do it. It's true. Could, like it'd could be super two get unique. there? I, I'm, just, I'm thinking, could two get there? Someone I don't with, know if Rams would change the way they play so drastically. Would Akers get enough receptions and volume and then maybe a Michelle get a touchdown to make it the optimal have both of them? Oh, it, Unlikely. Sick my stomach. Yeah. I think, to be honest, my favorite running back of the lot is Hendo? Michelle. Oh, uh, yeah. But Hendo is close, to be honest. When Hendo's had a had the role... You know, pre pre Michelle, pre Akers, yeah. and and pre injuries, he did okay. He's been really good. He's performed better on a per carry basis than um, Akers definitely has. Yeah. And so my question really is: is that could Henderson, not having played since the twenty seventh of December against Minnesota, could he come in and actually show us that he is the lead back? as he has been since really the beginning of the year. Yeah, I mean, obviously there was no Akers to contend with at that time. So, if I mean, if he's healthy, yeah, you'd, but you'd think Akers he'd- at the moment isn't much to contend with. Michelle got more yeah. than 50% of the snaps last week. But he's the future, isn't he, still? Yeah, but 
Uh, mm. I don't think the future matters when you're playing in a Super no, Bowl. No, but it might give him the first start and if Akers shows enough, he might be given more and more opportunities. Maybe. It's, yeah, Look, really, it's, it's just, a crapshoot. Yeah, it's shit. <laughs> it's, but I'll definitely be playing. I'll be playing all three, but I'll be highest on... Look, to be honest, based on price, I'll be on. I'll be highest on Henderson. I don't know who what I'm how I start. I think this is a watch the news till kickoff, pretty yeah. much to hopefully that you hear something in the tea leaves. I don't know. Yeah, look, it's a bit gross, but I think the I think you read from my the tea leaves. Actually, the you don't winner? hear. Just uh, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, my bet is that the winner has <laughs> has one of these running backs in their lineup. Sure, that's that's my gut. Or. They actually could they go full blown committee and it's just just oh, nothing that would hurt and no rushing touch my soul you know well let's think about it, it it's possible it's really it's possible it's possible that there's no rushing touchdowns amongst them Stafford might sneak one in and there's three that just do jack shit like it's yeah that's maybe it, that maybe fading them is just the right call because of the uncertainty that's true. Yeah, I it could know. be the way. It could be the way. I think stay tuned. When I look at, stay tuned, everyone. Yeah, it's a it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. I'm gonna look here. We kind of talked about the tight ends already. Higby and Yuzama are sitting there, and mm. I'm hesitant to play them, even if they do play, based on this injury and what they will be asked yeah. to do and because snap the percentages. End- the, the, like, they're potentially just made active because it's a good feel story, isn't it? Like, <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah, it's going to be hard to trust. I think, yeah, we just need a is – is it Uzama's more likely than Higby? Is that the one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's pushing for it. He's gone in some limited practices, I think. Yeah. But not enough to give me any confidence just yet. So Blanton. The replacements – yeah, Blanton, I think, is the guy you play if Higby is out. Look, really, Henderson and Blanton going to give you the value to go yeah, go up elsewhere. And um, yep. be around a bit as well. Yeah, that's it. A touchdown from Blanton just is phenomenal. But I think Blanton will have high ownership based on how yes. like congregated the pricing is all around these top seven players. Uh, then... People are going to be needed throwing in these guys, which means Drew Sample will see a bit of roster percentage as well because he's the tight end behind his armor if his armor doesn't play. But like I said, he's, he's a blocker. Nothing. He had the snaps. Nothing with the opportunity. Yeah. That's right. 1.4 last week. Rubbish. Samaj Piran, you could play. 90% of snaps last week and he did sh- nothing. That's because he's a blocker. Yeah, it's, He's all he's ever been. Just ignore it. Uh, let me ask you some quick fire questions here about these other yes. low uh, price guys. We talked about Michelle and Henderson, obviously. P. Ryan, what do you think about P. Ryan? Yeah, like I said, I think there's a potential that he gets dump off passes when they're playing from behind and and can yep. make a big score. We saw him catch a touchdown. And so I think with that, he's not a sneaky play because of the recency of what he was able to do. Um, so I think the ownership there probably uh, will be probably a bit higher than what we'd want, but still the price is low that it it might just help you build your lineup, really. Yeah, for sure. Look, if the thing is, if he didn't have that touchdown, he'd be yeah, he'd, uh, two for two. That's what he was after but, that. But, so, but at what, two and a half K, is that what he is? Like, what does he need? He just, that's all he needs. It's like, not, yeah. It's, he needs it's three to four risk. points and you sort of can hope that your other players hit their ceilings. That's it. Skoronik's a clear fourth wide receiver, but I'm really out. he's a special teams guy and I'm not I'm not going to uh, touch him. He hasn't done anything uh, since uh, People, June. for some reason, want to play him, and I think everyone saw that red zone target last week uh, yes. and think that, oh, that could happen. But, they, you know, I think he had 27% snap share last week. He's barely on the field. It's such a thin play. <laughs> Just throw your lineup away, really, with him. <laughs> watch what watch him if, catch a touchdown and ruin me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, that's the thing. It's the it's the um it's the Super Bowl. What kind of Philly special are we going to get? You know, yeah. and this is McVay and Zach Taylor who are you know up with, like want to be known as top end coaches. You know, they're going to have some things in their trick book that uh, will catch us by surprise. I'm yeah. sure. So, it's not going to involve anyway, him. It could. It could. It could. 
But they probably won't. Probably. And then uh, there's no one at the 1K that you should play. No, no. Nobody down here. Uh, what do you? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what one, th- the thinnest of thin players, if Yuzama okay, doesn't get up, is Wilcox. Mitchell Wilcox. Sure. He played 26% of the snaps last week. You, again, you just sort of, it's, this is just swinging for the fences. The guy t- catches yeah. a touchdown if Yuzama d- isn't up. That's all. Sure. It's a 1K play. That's the only 1K play I'm I'm sort of maybe throw in there as just, you know, see what happens. For sure. No, yeah, I don't mind that. Yeah, if you if you need it. Sometimes it's that that's all it is. That's what won me a showdown earlier in the year. It it had I had Blake Bell at mm. 1000 and he just had one catch for 20 yards and yep. off of a nice little play and that was enough to keep me and you know, I had all the top, other rest of the top guys. Uh, I was lucky in that I faded Hill in that lineup as well, amazingly, and um, that won me the that, that that game. So yeah, if you can find something to then pad out the the scores of um, to, to pad out your price across the top the top guys, then that can work definitely. Let's talk about the defenses as we finish this up. Rams have been. Pretty good. I mean, last week, San Francisco's O-line was yeah very good. Uh, but three sacks on Brady, two sacks on Kyler Murray, three sacks on Garoppolo the, the week before that, five sacks against, uh, I think, Huntley the week before that. Again, like they they have been creating lots of pressure on yep. the quarterback and Burrow's O-line does not stand up. <laughs> so if that's, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for turnovers and sacks. Yep. Ignore the score. When it comes to this, like if you're no. talking fantasy points, you, you want no. sacks and interceptions, and the Rams are going to give that to you, I think. Yeah, I, like I if they score five sacks, that's they're going to give you, you know, that's they'll give you close to ten. Um, yep. Yeah, ten points, and that's you know that's fantastic at that price. Yeah, and and when the showdown, I don't mind playing the opposite defense in a way that you you're sort of is there an interception, a pick six, like. That's only minus one on the quarterback on the other team, and it forces yeah. them to play and throw yep. more. So, uh, you know, I, I don't, I really, I think I'll play probably a, more than I normally would the defenses this, this game. Because I think, I think there's lots of sacks there to be had for the Rams. I don't think the Bengals will rush Stanford uh, as well. I mean, it's, it's well known now how Stafford has gone against the Blitz. I think he's the best quarterback in the league, if not, you know, one of them. Um, yep. And Bengals don't blitz as much as other teams, so I think, um, yeah, Bengals D doesn't excite me as much. But um, I think they'll be worth just throwing out there, just purely on the fact that they're cheap and they'll definitely have low ownership. I think Rams sure. will, will catch a bit of steam because they're the favourites, and the the narrative is the you know your Von Miller, Aaron Donald yeah. against, and your Jalen Ramsey thrown in there for the. You know, the interception potential against mm-hmm. a shoddy O line and and a pass happy offense where there's going to be opportunity for for turnovers. So, yeah, for I, sure. I, I, I'm going to have a bit of the Rams. This is why I like the Bengals, and they are creating these sacks and interceptions not off of, you know, like you said, they're not blitzing much. Yep. They're not, you know, creating that direct pressure, but they are making these quarterbacks scramble because they're not giving them options in the secondary. Yeah. Like the secondary is playing really, really well. And you can see that like catching interceptions to uh, three against Tennessee and those four sacks against Mahomes uh, a yeah. week and a bit ago Huge. were caused mostly because Mahomes just couldn't get the ball to where he wanted to go. No, no. Hill yeah. and Kelsey were covered like nobody's business. And, you know, it was a three, four man, it was a four man rush. And then it's that linebacker who's playing, you know, mid safety almost spot. and just bang, straight through. Um, it's the time. It, yeah. he, they are making the quarterbacks um, have to wait to throw the ball. And I actually like that because Stafford has been. Uh, he's been, you know, risky with his with his throwing at times, and you know, he throughout the year he has thrown some some interceptions. And if the secondary of the Bengals can force him to wait, and if they spit, sit on Cooper Cup, and I, I think the Bengals could do something here at that price of four point seven. Yep. They've been really solid the last month, eight, 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 and eleven. If you're going to yep. get an eight out of the Bengals, yeah, you're happy. That's aren't pretty you? good. Yep. Yeah, you are. 
Do you want to build a lineup, Arch? <laughs> oh, do I want to? <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Firstly, I I don't like building three threes, like no. the three three lineup. You want to build a four two. Um, yeah. So maybe we build two four two lineups. There's going to be Let's a start- crap load of three threes out there. That if oh. you build a three three, you are guaranteed it's probably going to be duplicated. Oh, big time, big time. So what side do you want to so sit on? I. I think I want to sit with. Let's go for let's go for Rams. Just let's quietly, how Rams. did we get through a full main slate within this time frame, Rowan? Like this one freaking. We game. just didn't. We didn't talk so much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you listened to me, and we actually got through. Yeah. Things. Yeah. He listened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, I drank less. Yeah, that's right. Stafford and Cup. Yes. If you want to start with them, it's a lot. Yeah, but. I'm happy I mean, to go there. It's hard to not, isn't it? It is. It's really hard to not. I now, like a bit of Stafford. Van. Can we put Van in? I'll, I want Van as that secondary piece. I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Do you want to put and your so boy in? Do you want to? Did you want to throw that in or which? As in Tyler Boyd? Yeah, yeah. You, who I was is your talking guy. About. If we put Tyler Boyd there, then that's nice because we can actually go both Higgins. Oh, but then we have to go Beckham, and that's a that, oh, that's a four 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 two. I don't mind that. Yeah. It kind of fell into our laps a little bit. It did. But you've got the three wide receivers here, don't you? That's a bit mm. ugly. And you got, it's all wide receivers, actually. There's no run game whatsoever. I don't mind that. If So this is clearly you think it's going to be a back and forth, um, but maybe, yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, not, not a huge if you go, fan. Say you think the pressure's on Burrow, right? He doesn't have the opportunity to get it out to Higgins and chase much. So that means that Higgins, sorry, that means that Boyd and Mixon are catching balls. Mm. So you play that. Then you can go down to, like, you got so much salary, but salary is almost irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. You it's either leave, acres. Leave salary on the table here. Yeah. It's acres. Yeah. And if you like acres to be the one, then, I mean, go for it. But like we said, I'm pretty hesitant about no, them. I'm out. But then you have to jump down. It's a big jump down. To the Rams' defense. So this is where the I wonder, if you take Boyd out, what can we afford? Higgins. Beautiful. That's nice. Yeah, I reckon I might have even had that line up in something <laughs> uh, TFL related. <laughs> look, I might have two to be honest. Uh, look, I don't mind that. I feel like that's a, but that's potentially. There we go. If this is where the money leads us, because take out the Rams defense. What what are our other options? Because obviously uh, you you're, you're hoping the Rams Michelle? go. Yeah, so, so what do you think is more likely? Rant, the defense actually scores a lot of points or Michelle has the volume and touchdown equity to, you know, outperform the defense? That's a tough yeah, question, I, mean, I reckon. It's a real tough question. I don't know. I, I, that's the, I think it's you flip feel, the coin in some ways. You take out Michelle, I reckon that's a really good core build where there's a lot of, like that last piece, there's so many different options there, isn't there? Like, yeah, it's true. Um, you hey, could sell like yourself. You could play the Bengals D, like really. Like I know it goes 3-3 three, three there, but it's not a typical 3-3 because you're throwing a defense don't. in. Yeah, but obviously, yeah, Blanton and Hendo are still there um, yeah. as options then you get as well. In. Yeah, I wouldn't go But you're right, further. like Michelle Henderson or Blanton, anyone could fill that last spot. So mm. I don't mind that. Yep. I like that core. Um, potentially then you – well, I mean, if you took out Higgins and put in Chase, what's left? 4-2. Yeah, then you can still afford you Henderson still, or Blanton. Yeah. So that's why I, like, I really like Van Jefferson. I think he helps that lineup build go go well. Um, obviously, I guess sure. Boyd similar, does a similar thing. Um, well, yeah, like if we flip it, Let's go with a 4-2 Cincinnati. You can go Burrow. Uh, I'd say you plug in Burrow, Chase, and Boyd. Mm. And then you want to, on the other side, you want Cooper Cup. Yes. And you can put an OBJ. Then you can still fit in one of these guys. But again, then you're looking at, well, actually, let's go Higgins. 
Then I have a, a 4-2. Yep. I mean, it's all three wide receivers there, so that can be a little bit ugly. Bengals D potentially, yeah. Uh, hang on. Look at this. I don't mind that. Burrow, yep. Chase, Boyd, Mixon, and Cup and Blanton. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, you don't, I guess, you don't, you're just not going to be able to fill out the guys you want. Aren't you? And you have to oh, try to make no. it stand on the, it's those is those ancillary pieces that you have they to have two so players. Thin. They're so thin, but yeah. one might hit <laughs> and ruin the slate, <laughs> isn't it? I think really what you want to do here is you want to kind of go, what's that core, right? Yeah. What's that core four or five that we just identified yeah. there? So for here, the core four or five is looking at Burrow, Chase, Boyd, Cup, and Mixon. And then you're playing. Do I play Henderson mm. or Blanton? And you put those two lineups so, in, right? Potentially for me, a cup instead of like if I took out Boyd and put um, Van Jefferson in there. Like so, to me, it's like can Boyd break a slate? I'm. I just don't feel <laughs> that could happen. I just don't. I don't can't do it. Like I think I'll have him a little bit, but Van Jefferson has that potential to absolutely smash it. Well, when was the last time he absolutely smashed it? I just think the uh, the highest score he had all year. Just because he hasn't 21. done it doesn't mean he can't do it. That's what I'm no, saying. Like, I understand uh, you. I understand. Three for look these these weeks with touchdowns. Yes, yeah. it was good. Three for ninety three and a touchdown against Green Bay. Fantastic. That was awesome. I'm not but, saying it's guaranteed in the slightest, but we're playing a win, and you know we don't want to just I have think a whole bunch. Based of on this year's there. performances, though, Tyler Boyd's ceiling is just as high. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to think look, about this. Nine for 118 against Jacksonville. I mean, look, it's Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fact that they made Burrow throw to Boyd anyway. that often was uh, was. So there's a, few, there's a fair few options, and I think, yeah, I think a 4-2 build, wouldn't mind trying a 5-1 as well out there um, just to, yep. um, you know, just go, you can go a full one slot somewhere as well. Um, but, yeah, this obviously is still – if, as much as the pricing sucks on the top end, like obviously. Look, if I throw in Wilcox here, look, you threw him in before. Let me just yep. chuck him in. Oh, Mitchell Wilcox, what I get? Ah, it's 10,800. That's a bit. Yeah, it's not that helpful, is much. It? They always have a massive gap, don't they, between the top tier and the next Yeah. Line. Here we go. There you go. Um, And then, oh, I can't even do that. Oh, bloody draft stars. Piss me off. There you go. There's a 5-1. Burrow, Wilcox, Mixon, Higgins, Chase, OBJ. Yeah, is that good though? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No Stafford, no Cup. Yeah. That's a risky, risky play. I mean, I mean if, if Cup fails, that's you got a leg up, but then is OBJ the guy? Um, I'd rather do this. I'd rather go Wilcox, Mixon, Higgins, Chase, Beckham, and then Stafford mm. or Cup instead, but Again, risky to do that. That's without. no quarterbacks. <laughs> exactly. I know. So oh, we're gonna have fun this week, aren't we? There's oh, it's gonna you have to have a play. Fifteen play, lineups. How am I going to be satisfied with only fifteen in the two dollar mini? I know that's right. But hey, that's the reason you build a core and you work your way around that and yeah. you stick to what. Yeah, think about the game scripts. Yeah, that's exactly. You Tell yourself a story. That's it. Oh. I think this is it. Oh. Oh man, the no, end. I can't believe it. I can't we can go it. fly away into our, oh. you know, just our rest. <laughs> Anything you'd like to stay, say, Arch, as we uh, wrap up? Seamoz has got a request for you there. Yeah, yeah look, to be honest, absolutely. Uh, draft stars. <laughs> sort yourselves out. You're the only DFS provider that we've got. Late swap. Why don't you just oh, fix that damn thing? Log on to DraftKings. Maybe ring someone up and say, what do you do? You should know what they do because you're in the industry. Sort it out so we can actually edit our lineups before the next, you know, lot of games. Seriously. Like, that is bullshit. Like, sort that. That is basic. Like, what kind of line, what kind of website are you running? that you can't edit your whole lineup for players that haven't even started playing yet and use the salary that you've got left in your bank. Like, honestly, you are amateur. The fact that you have to, what, all of my lineups have to do the same swap? That is rubbish. Sort yourself out. Honestly, like, 
Oh, what else do I have problems with draft does about, Rowan? You remind me. Uh, how late the update. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, seriously, like work out where you get your data from. NFL. Yeah, like maybe advertise, maybe advertise, maybe try to get more users in to, to boost your, you know, your prize pools. Like, honestly, you're just sitting back doing jack shit, getting a meagre profit like when you could do more. Like if I'm the CEO or shareholders of DraftStars or PlayUp or whatever you I would be disappointed with who's running that organization because they are not trying to innovate. They are not trying to improve. They are just sitting back doing the bare minimum. It's pathetic. There you go, folks. <laughs> pathetic. There, there it is. Come back, DraftKings. Um, no, but in all seriousness, uh, that's, you know, obviously. Uh, uh, I'll keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep playing. <laughs> because yeah, it's piss off, Seymour. It's still fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're a tragic teacher, like all of us. Um, look, uh, oh, in, in all honesty, you know, obviously, Draft Stars has a bit to work on, but uh, at the end of the podcast, it's kind of crazy that you know we even started this bloody thing. Hundred uh-huh. episodes was just, you know, if we we just sort of did it once. And we thought we'll do this just to kickstart the season after our TFL draft. And then the next week's, do you want to do another one? And then it just kept, yeah. we kept asking that same question, do you want to do another one? And then it sort of uh, became. And we bought mic stands. Then and we, then we, we raided <laughs> closets. Yeah. Then we oh. spent $20 on equipment <laughs> and stole more things from school. Um, I still have things from my ex employer at my house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, next um, time I see you, I need to grab that. Hey, <laughs> so next time I see you, uh, I need to grab that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Borrowing, borrowing. Um, of course, of course, of course. But um, yeah, to think we got a hundred episodes in, Rowan, uh, it's uh, it's bloody amazing. Props to you, Arch. Yeah, thank you. Um, obviously, I've written down a few thank yous. We'll, we'll just run through them. Uh, obviously, the TFL first and foremost, the TFL podcast. Uh, not tackle for loss. I'm not going to say what it represents, but it, it actually uh, relates to uh, something football league. It's our original uh, redraft league from our workplace that we uh, worked at together. So I just, you know, to T Bone, Chewy, Drodgy, Brad, Craig, James, Greeny, Horse, uh, Blommy, Steph, Courtney, Blommy, uh, Wongy, uh, any other owners I've missed out? Uh, Farley joined this year. Yeah, Andy that's Farley. right. All of those guys, uh, without you guys, would never have even thought to do something as stupid as this. Um, To the Discord guys, um, for some reason you thought you'd put some money towards uh, our cause and and join our community. Um, Well done. It was small. Um, I kind of love the Discord. We talk shit all the time. Um, Potentially worried about how much uh, of a degenerate a lot of the guys have turned into <laughs> seems to be daily now on NBA DFS which worries me um it <laughs> just dabbles in, in NFL um so you know you guys are awesome and that'll continue and we might even open up to a few more people but I'll have to call it you know the OGs um that's right yeah so uh, I don't know what that relates to see was is laughing that was that was to you that was to your rant oh yeah good but yes <laughs> Uh, um, Discord boys have been great. Yeah, they've been good. Uh, look, fellow Aussie uh, fantasy content creators, Rowan. Um, I'll never forget uh, as we first started thinking, or oh, maybe we might push out to, you know, outside of our league <laughs> to listen. Yeah. Um, Lewis Glover from FF uh, Down Under um, was Champion. the most welcoming uh, presence in the Aussie fantasy sphere. Um, to me, I don't know, because I was, you know, complete, we were both completely new. I thought potentially we might be seen as competition. He just said, oh, it's bloody good to have more Aussies, um, you know, uh, talking in the fantasy space. And yeah, so that's, that's sort of the mentality that I wanted to carry on, that anyone else in the Aussie fantasy sphere wanted to um, enter into that, that I would promote and uplift that. And so that I, I just love that community and that feel that um, we're all in this together. Uh, Sheep Station boys on the dynasty side of things, love their work. Get onto them. They're still going. They're just getting warm. They're just warming up. Oh, man. They're going to take the dynasty Australian NFL world by storm yeah, this offseason. Yeah, love it. They're rookie profiles at the moment. If you're getting ready for rookie drafts, get on that. Um, Brad Bolt. 
one of our um, original uh, guys who reached out to us wanted to into you know he he wrote for our website for a little bit, um, started his own NFL labs we network. Website? <laughs> we have a website, by the way. Uh, <laughs> we started thinking we could produce articles and. Yeah, can I just say we had a couple of good articles out there, and Brad Bolt was one of the key authors uh, in that. And Tim Albtree is the next one that I I thought yeah. was one of the most underrated writers in the NFL NFL sphere, purely Great because he's the mind. He is um, working full time in another industry that we just he just doesn't have the time to put into NFL fantasy. But when you talk to him and you hear and you read what he writes, he's he's bloody sharp, and he yeah, he's got to get him. Follow on Twitter at T Albtree. Yeah, his analytical mind um, and producing models for identifying talent is second to none. Uh, FF Ashes guys, there. That's another um, guys we've we've connected with over the time. Fig Jam as well, and we saw um, last week as well. You know, get onto the Aussie content. There's plenty out there um, that you want to um, get into. So um, support the uh, the Aussie fantasy community. Uh, going forward, um, we're going to finish. We'll pass the baton on to those guys. Uh, and also just thanks to anyone who bloody listened, Rowan. Like no one, like why? Do, I, to be to be fair, I don't know why people listen. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm not an expert. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, actually, no, no. <laughs> but true. But, you know, yeah, the, true. the fact is we, we started this thing just for our own re- home redraft league and we open it up and people seem to you know be you know enjoy listening and so just yeah. thanks for the time and effort people have, have made to to listen guests Rowan we had guests over the years I know talk to some great quality people yeah. on the podcast which some is random English podcast in the first year decided across that, the pond yeah across, across the, the pond, pond. Uh, thanks what, for reaching out boys what do you remember their names I don't know where those um <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Um, you suffering your jocks for that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were good guys, though. They were great. Um, they were. They were. But then, you know, what, what I loved about the fantasy industry, when we reached out to some names that are bigger than ourselves, people just say yes. So we, we, we reached out to Dynasty Nerds and we got their chief writer, Eric Quartz, to talk about Dynasty when we were interested in that. that was a, yeah, Dynasty 101. Yep. He was great. Um, then we were trying to work, you know, work through our first NFL draft we got a guy called Kyle Yates who was, you know, only had a few thousand followers at that time. Turns out um, he's got over 50K these days and has just dominated the fantasy pros. Well, that, he's done awesome. Actually, yeah. I think he's just moving on from fantasy pros now. But he's, to, to, to think that he took the time to uh, connect with us, um, Detroit Beastie, uh, Chris Robin. Legend. Absolute. Legend. One of the sharpest DFS minds in the Twitter sphere. Uh, he joined us a couple of times and same with Matthew Betts from the fantasy footballers. Um, yeah. These guys t- took the time out for our, our small little pod. So we're, we're super f- pumped that they had that with us. Um, but other than that, I think one of my, you know, our wives and families, Rowan. Like, shout out. <laughs> like, Big shout out. We, we take out a night a week to do this. Um Jackie, my wife, just puts all the kids to bed and, and mans the fort while I sit in this room and do it. So, and before yeah. then, it was, uh, you know, we'd rock up home late from work after doing a pot at work. So, uh, to them, thank you very much. And of course, Rowan, bloody legend, uh, doing this with me all this time. So, thank you very much. Um, couldn't have done it with a better bloke. Um, and uh, I'll be sad because we don't work together anymore. So um, how we connect as much, um, you know, I hope we still uh, are connected, um, you know, going forward. Um, but, yeah, thank you for a, a good ride and look forward to the future. Yeah, likewise, Arch. Look, it's been great. It's been good fun, and I just don't think I would have ever done this if you had never just t- wrapped on my office door and said, "Hey, let's record something." And it's uh, it's been a wild ride, um, but mate, all the feelings are one hundred percent mutual. That's for sure. Yeah, shout out to my wife Mel, and uh, she is a champion. And she is very no, happy. No, you don't have to call <laughs> Arch to daddy. Oh, that's Mel Put talking. Put that away. Put that away. <laughs> I take back everything I said. And it is pretty offensive, might I add. Thank oh, you, Mel. You. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Just always kept those sound bites on the on the soundboard. <laughs> Look, it would I would have been shocked if you'd ever got rid of them. So no, once again, thanks, Arch, and uh, I yeah. 
I just second everything that you that you said. All the people there, it's been a fantastic ride. Uh, Arch has done all the stuff behind the scenes, guys, as well. Like he he is an absolute champion when it comes to the recording and getting run sheets out for us. I get to rock up and just read things for the for a lot of it because he's a sook when it comes to hosting. <laughs> yeah, um, basically. <laughs> So I greatly appreciate all the stuff that he has done uh, to get this pod like just on kept it on its feet for so long. That's for sure, mate. I think I'm done. Oh man, I'm done. Like, I think we said early in the week, man. I can't wait for this to be done. <laughs> exactly. What I like is that we both were done at the same time. No one's disappointed anyone else. We're just like, no. oh, we're done. <laughs> we're I done. Think I texted you. I was like, hey, I think we need to talk about. The future of the pod. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty ready to call it. And you're like, oh yeah, me too. I'm just, <laughs> well, like, no, yeah, no. Right. I started saying, hey, we, maybe we could look at a third host. And my plan was to then leave you two <laughs> <laughs> keep, to keep going. That's right. Uh, I remember that's that's very true. And I was like, um, no, no thanks. <laughs> All right, let's call it there. Our our biggest wish is that everyone does well in the DFS showdown this week, and yep. hopefully one of our hopefully one of our TFL footballs ends up at top of the ladder uh, when we take out the um yes the big showdown. Oh, and so that says I've I've created a little private TFL farewell contest. It's just a ten manny, and uh, five from the Discord have already entered. So there's only five spots left. So if you want to join on, uh, and I reckon Simos who's been in the chat, hasn't actually joined yet and Come appreciate his kind words uh, that he uh, said on uh, on the chat there. Um, join up. Uh, it's just a just a little $2 entry just for a bit of fun. Um, so if you're interested yeah, in that, I'll post on social media if you don't DM me and we'll f- make sure that gets filled. Excellent. Do that. All right, everybody. It's been a wild ride and... Once again, we wish you all the best for this weekend. Enjoy the greatest game of the year. And we won't catch you next time. (laughs) We're bloody done. (laughs) Bye-bye.